What's up everybody? This is First Thing is Life and welcome to the show. Let's get it started. Welcome to the show and happy weekend. Today is Sunday, May 16th, 2021. And I'm finally back again after a few weeks with a live show. I know it's been a while. Yeah, me and YouTube, uh, we have a love and hate relationship. But uh, I'm back. I'm back. I found some free time and I uh, wanted to speak on this subject stress but before i can get into it please for those of you who are new to the channel please make sure to like and subscribe and check out some of my old content i'm sure you appreciate some of them and uh, as you can see my channel is fasting is life so my main agenda on this channel is to promote a fasting lifestyle uh, there are a lot of forms of fasting but uh at the end of the day, it's about your health. So that's usually my goal when I speak about fasting. And in relation to health, today's topic is stress is death. <laughs> stress. I know all of us in our everyday life, you know, there's a time where we have pressure in our mind, you know, things that we're doing and we get stressed. So what is stress, right? So I pull up an article that was speaking on stress and what it is, right? So it's a health uh, site. It's about mental health. And it talks about, it says, according to the article, stress is the feeling of being overwhelmed or unable to cope with mental or emotional pressure. And it says, it, went, it goes on to say, Stress is our body's response to pressure. Many different situations or life events can cause stress. It is often triggered when we experience something new, unexpected, or that threatens our senses, or our sense of self, or when we feel we have little control over a situation. Now, I could... The reason also I chose to speak on this topic because uh, seeing what's going on with the world, a lot of distraction, a lot of pressures of life, the economy, this and that, uh, the pandemic hoax, health, sickness, you know, face covering mandates, like a lot of people are under pressure. So it's causing a lot of people to be, you know, stressed out, worried, anxious, you know, depressed. So it's like, you know, the world is like, it's just, it's boxing you in and you feel like there's no way out. Yeah. And uh, I, I can understand it happens too, you know, especially for those of us who work hard and, uh, you know, we just want to get through the day and we feel that pressure where you're like, you know, I, I can't take this anymore. I got to do something, you know, either take a nap, sleep, <laughs> or just quit. I quit. 
And uh, there's always a sol solution to every problem, right? So let me continue with the article. It talks about the signs of stress. It says, what are the signs of stress? You may feel anxious, afraid, angry or aggressive, sad, irritable, frustrated, depressed. And it states, these feelings can sometimes produce physical symptoms, making you feel even worse. Now, these feelings, am I saying that you're not supposed to have them? No, I'm not saying that. We are mankind. We are, we are made of emotions. Of course, we have these emotions. But the uh, solution is you shouldn't dwell on it because it can affect you negatively. All of us get stressed. All of us face fear. All of us get, you know, angry, sad, you know, fearful. All of us have those feelings. But how do you overcome it? Because that energy, that emotion can negatively affect you on how you operate in your daily activities. So once you figure out what it is, you know, what should you do, right? And in this article, it talks about, it says, here's how somebody who's stressed can behave. And you guys can recognize some of this. It says, uh, if you are stressed, you may withdraw from other people or snap at them. When it says snap, it's just uh, getting irritated and, uh, you know, and getting angry at them. Be indecisive or inflexible, inflexible. Be fear, uh, was it be tearful, meaning crying all the time, you know, tears and all, yeah, <laughs> you know, and what else? Have problems getting to sleep or staying asleep, yeah. Most of the time, if you are under stress, you have a hard time sleeping because your mind is overreacting. It's it's working double time, so. Worrying and anxiety can get can do that to you. Stress. Uh, the next one, of course, you guys will, will really love this. Experience sexual problems. Sexual problems. <laughs> ED. <laughs> Of course, see, for couples out there, maybe one of your partner, he's angry, you know, ah, God damn it, I work. And you, you know, baby, feeling that healing, you know, that mood, you know, and then nothing happens. Or the other person is not able to, you know, stand up. <laughs> and you, but oh, I'm not in the mood. And it creates, you know, conflict, you know. So even in this health article, it's, it's talking about, you know, things that you may do, how you can behave when you stressed out. So I had to pause on that experience, sexual problems, because that happens, you know, they say, well, if you're too much in your head, you know, you, you may not get, you know, get stand, uh, stand your attention because your hormones are not 
working it properly because this this is like a malfunction. And he also mentions, lastly, he says that when someone is stressed, he may smoke, drink alcohol, or take drugs more than usual. So if you find yourself consuming these uh, uh, things more than your normal habits, like if you're an occasional drinker, but you notice you're drinking more, you got to take some break and be like, wait a minute, I used to drink one glass a month. Why am I drinking five glass a week? Something is not, you know, take a pause, buddy. Take a pause. And uh, what else? Okay. The next solution is, is what? Uh, not solution, actually, but talking about the side effects or symptoms. It says how your body might react if you're stressed. Now, here they're basically giving you a list of uh, body reaction or what I'll call the results of you being stressed out, how your body responds to it, right? What on the outside will be like symptoms or they will say, oh, here are the symptoms if you're stressed out. First, headaches, lots of headaches, nausea and digestion, uh, shallow breathing. <laughs> you know, I say shallow breathing or hyperventilating, you know. <laughs> I hate it. I hate my job. Ah, man, this guy pissed me off. <laughs> Something like that, right? Or, you know, uh, you, you're waiting for food and you're hungry or you're waiting in line at a fast food and you try to order. You're hungry. And then the hunger gets in your mind and you're stressing. Ah, come on, hurry up, man. Just give me the money. Come on. I, I got five minutes. I got to get back to work, you know. Uh, what else? Sweating, <laughs> heart uh, palpitations, you know, your heart uh, beating uh, irregularly, you know, you know, it's like it's a, it's it's like your heart is beating like death metal beat or you know, uh, was it uh, like uh, rap? You know, <laughs> it's not beating the. No, it's irregular. So you, you don't want that. So because some people will be like, oh, I'm, I'm not worried. And and then, you know, their body's reaction is uh, proving or it's saying something else. So sometimes when someone is stressed, in his mind, he may not feel it, right? Based on what I mentioned earlier, but it could be their body's reaction. Like you feel tired, like they were mentioning, you can't sleep. You know, your body's, you know, reacting differently. And it, it also mentions aches and pains. So there, there may be more, but these are some of the ones they're, they're mentioning that are very obvious. And it says, if the stress is long lasting, you may notice your sleep and memories are affected. Your eating habits change or you feel less inclined to exercise. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, I'll do it next week. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. And today I'm taking a break. <laughs> I don't want to do squats. You know? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll, I think I should point this out. It says, some research has also linked long-term stress to gastro 
intestinal was a gastrointestinal uh, condition like irritable bowel syndrome, IBS, or stomach ulcers, as well as, as conditions like cardiovascular disease. So, A, something to pay attention. And uh, let me see what the uh, health site offers what what advice or solution to your stress because uh you know some of these the solution may not be quote-unquote easy or immediate but that doesn't mean you shouldn't try it right so let's see let me read them out all right okay it says how can you help yourself let's see recognize when stress is a problem Review your lifestyles, uh, build supportive relationship, eat healthy, be aware of your smoking and drinking. No, was it no illegal substance? That's what we're not promoting out uh, here. This is a health channel. Okay, okay. There's no, you know, MJ promotion here or opioid, not. But if you we smoke, just be careful. Exercise is another solution. Take time out, meaning fasting. <laughs> Get it? Take time out, meaning take a break from everything. Do a little fast. You know, cut up all activities and just relax. Take a break from your daily activities. Do nothing that day. I'm not saying be lazy. Of course, get up, brush your teeth, take a shower. You know, if you're a lady, put your makeup and stuff like that. Look good, but take a break. Don't work hard. Don't don't be out there cutting grass or cutting a tree down or chasing some uh, deer in, in a forest. Just relax. Don't work hard. Don't overstress yourself. Take a break, maybe a day or two, and just see how your mind feels. Next, be mindful. Get some restful sleep. And last, don't be too hard on yourself. And this, this is one thing that gets a lot of people stressed out because regrets. Oh man, I should have, ah, I should have, ah, I should have, ah. And then you're stuck there in a loop. And then that's another reason why a lot of people get stressed out. So this wasn't something too hard that I wanted to speak on you guys today. Um, it is very necessary. You know, I woke up and I have to, you know, I have to be honest. Uh, shout out to my brother, uh, Spiritual Hawk. I noticed he's, he, he's relentless this day. I, I'm, I'm very happy that we finally have him speak more and make more videos. I haven't been making videos and all that stuff. Shout out to all our brothers out there who are uh, biblically based. And sometimes we get shunned upon because, you know, in the Bible and all that stuff. But I, I watched his last stream. I was asleep. I couldn't, I couldn't catch it live. But uh, the subject that he spoke of yesterday was so on point. Um, was it do not, was it the look? He's like, do not love the word because the word don't love you. And uh, he, he was on point. Let me see. Uh, let me check. Who's on the chat? Shout out to everybody in the building. Uh, Kulkumasi, I see you, bro. Welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah, 
Doug, peace. Uh, let's see. Uh, P Capes TV, weigh gain. Yes. Spiritual hog, welcome to the building, bro. <laughs> I missed your live yesterday. Yeah, I was just talking about you right now. Uh, let's see. Um, PC Cave, he says, remove toxic people from your life. Yes, sir. Uh, what's the saying? He says that uh, you are uh, the uh, was it you are the average of the five people you hang around, meaning uh, whoever you are with, you will adopt their uh, traits. So if you are around negative people, you too become negative because uh, uh, what's the saying? One apple spoils many. So if if four are spoiled apples. And you're the good apple. What happened to you? You'll be spoiled too. Yes, sir. And uh, brother Hulk, he says, uh, true stress kills people more than anyone for those without wisdom. Yes. And speaking about people dying because of stress, uh, let me read you a scripture from the Bible. For those of you who don't know, there's a passage in the Old Testament. It's about... Uh, a prophet named uh, Eli in the book of Samuels. Now, Eli was a high priest. Now, the thing is, his children were very wicked people. So the nation of Israel was at war with the Philistine, and he was very old. Now, what happened, to, basically the bad news was his children died, and soldiers who were running away from the battlefield, they came back. Now, let me read you what happened to him. By hearing the news. And uh, now this news was more than that. He, not only his children died. But the Ark of the Covenant was taken by the Philistine. Meaning it was taken by the enemy. And he's the high priest, right? In, uh, was it? First Samuel chapter 4. Coming down to verse 15. He says, now Eli was 90 and 8 years old. And his eyes were dim that he could not see. Meaning he was very old. And... In verse 17, it says, And the messenger answered and said, Israel is fled before the Philistines, and there hath been also a great slaughter among the people, and that two sons also, Ophni and Phinehas, are dead, and the ark of God is taken. And it came to pass, when he made mention of the ark of, the, of God, that he, referring to Eli, the old man, fell off of the seat backward by the side of the gate and his neck break and he died for he was an old man and heavy. So he was also fat and he hath judged Israel 40 years. So even the Bible touched on things that we just talked about. The, I tell, I tell people, right? People talk down on the Bible. The Bible is very descriptive. You know, I'm reading this after years of remembering this story. I never even realized that the Bible calls called Eli fat. <laughs> wow. I've read this passage years ago when I was a child, right? But as an adult, and speaking on this, that's why I say the Bible has many, um, uh, was it? perspective based on where you are in life so when i'm reading it says for he was an old man and heavy people will be like what, what did they mean heavy it's talking about he was fat because when you heard the news he was sitting on a chair and it says he fell backward so imagine if uh, like a regular chair 
and he hears the news like you know when you hear bad news and you put your your hand your arms on your head like you know like touching like oh my god right and then because he was fat he fell backward and it says that he fell and broke his neck and died why because of the shocking news right he he, he received it is sudden stress and his body reacted a certain way and because of it he died and not only that plus the bible mentions that he was heavy now if he was in health maybe he got a bad news maybe he would have fallen backwards maybe he could have been like just crying or you know bawling, bawling his eyes out but it says that he fell backward because he was an old man and heavy meaning he was a fat old man yo the man the bible was something else yo after all these years i never realized that he like got fat that's why oh my oh my god <laughs> that's why i love the bible man. i'm like I, bro guys this whole like this whole stream that i'm doing right now i didn't even prep it all i was okay i'm gonna talk about stress let me let me look up online if there's an article, like a health article, I'm going to read from it. And let me grab some Bible verse that talks about stress and worry. And I remember that, that, that first thing came out. I'm like, okay, which person that I can speak of from the Bible who died because of bad news and stress? I wasn't even thinking that I'm going to be reading a verse that would talk about that Eli got fat. <laughs> ay, 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 ay. So, yeah, let me get back to it. Bro, I'm sitting in all oh, with my hands on my mouth. Like, I wasn't even expecting it. When I read the symptoms, this uh, right here, when it's talking about uh, the solution, about exercise and eating healthy, I, I wasn't even thinking that the verse I'm going to read, it would talk about anything about obesity or being overweight because uh, being overweight can affect your uh, stress level. Yo, bro. Oh my God. Like, damn. So, yeah, Brother Hawk was correct. It says, true stress kills people more than anyone. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, shout out to Doug again. He's giving greetings to people. Uh, again, Brother Hawk says, as time goes on, the Bible will prove itself for those who are not willing to compromise the truth and bow to government. That is a fact. And uh, yes, Brother Hawk. Hey, I'm going to open the panel. I haven't spoken to you to you in a while, bro. I love to hear your voice. But before I can do that, right, let me read you guys one more, uh, another verse. And I'll pass it into the chat so you guys can see it for yourself. Uh, better, let, was it, better let the black and white you know, speak. Okay, it says, I'll read it with you guys. Ecclesiasticus in the Apocrypha, chapter 2, verse 13. Woe, which means destruction unto him that is faint-hearted, for he believed not. Therefore shall he not be defended. Now, faint-hearted is like old English, meaning it's another way of saying being worried, being uh, un uh, unfaithful, you know having doubts, worry, fear. So, yeah, that is, uh, that is one thing that uh, people got to be careful. 
And uh, even if you look at the definition, fear is the opposite. Of, it's, it's, it's a belief, but it's a negative belief. And fear leads to stress too. So <clears throat> my advice is stress will happen. It, it is inevitable. But will you stay stressed? No. <clears throat> Especially men, we are about solution. We have to find means to... Uh, be in, in a healthy state of mind. Why? Because as a man, if you are aware, you are of sound mind, you can make the right decision and move accordingly. And if you look at stress, stress tends to keep you in an emotional state because things like fear, you know, anger, <clears throat> you know, snapping out of people, uh, not controlling your emotions, right? Uh, pulling yourself away, a withdrawal and all that stuff. Like, it's like, those are all emotions and you don't want to be stuck into that because emotions will cloud, will overcloud your judgment on how you should act. It's not to say that we're not supposed to have emotions, but it's like, don't let your emotions cloud your judgment and lead you to the point where you're so stressed out that you can't think logically. And that's why the media is pulling everything they're doing right now. And I know Brother Hog, when he, he's going to jump on the panel, we, we're going to talk about it. Look at everything that's going on in the news right now. Look at the fear, this so, so-called, so you know, oh, uh, Israeli versus Hamas in, in, in you know, in, in Asia, uh, you know, Europe sanctions and, you know, you know, the, 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 the was it? The bug, the, the, the 2019 bug is still out there. Uh, now, they're, uh, oh, we, we're pulling off the face, uh, the covering, because, you know, uh, everybody's getting the shot, so everything is getting better, right? Oh, and uh, speaking about at the airport, right? Six feet apart is no longer. What happened? I thought we can be close to each other because we might catch the, you know, the invisible killer. Oh, no more. You can be next to somebody. So if they fart, you, you can smell it. I'm like, what, what is going on? And the panic. Oh, you know, the economy is going to crash. You know, get ready. You know, bye, bye, bye. Get fuel, uh, was a fuel shortage. And guess what? Because of stress and panic, people go out there buying gasoline putting on plastic bags like why but i've said too much uh my advice is stress can kill you that's what i said stress is death but fasting is another solution that's what my channel is called fasting is life and fasting is abstinence from things that are detrimental to your health so let's say if you've built up a bad habit of eating too much, maybe take a break from eating and see how your body reacts. If you have some internal illness, inflammation, take away from, uh, you know, consuming things that cause inflammation and find out the next steps on what you can do to better yourself. So there's a lot of things that we as individuals can do to remove stress in our life. But the solution I named earlier, let me repeat again, uh, it is... They gave 10 solutions. They say, recognize when stress is a problem. Review your lifestyle. Build supportive relationship. And that's why I always say family is very important. And family doesn't have to be blood. 
It could be people who you have like mind because uh, relationship, you know, it's, it's two ways, you know, it's between two or more people and it doesn't always have to be blood. It could be people that, you know, friends, uh, acquaintances and stuff like that. Eating healthy and you have to find out what is healthy <laughs> because anybody can say, oh, eat healthy. But you, you have to decide and find out what is healthy, what can make your life better. Because maybe, I'll put it this way, maybe milk is, is healthy according to health, but maybe your body just don't like milk. So you're going to have to find something that's, because to me, milk may be, oh, I'm, I'm drinking milk. It's, it's healthy. It's, it's good for consumption. But your body will react differently to it. So you have to find what's healthy for your body, right? And there's information out there for you. Be aware of your smoking and drinking, right? Alcohol, there's always, you know, you know, there's nothing wrong with drinking alcohol, but too much or anything will kill you. And there are certain alcohol, like I said, depending on your body, if you drink it, it may affect you negatively. So when they say being aware, because they know some people's body will react differently if they were to smoke or drink. Exercise is, is always healthy. When you're walking, you're exercising. Taking time out, and I use the word fasting, why? meaning taking a break out of things. If you're doing something too much, stop doing it and see what happens. Maybe it could be you're stressed because you're doing too much of it. Being mindful, right? Meaning being aware of what you're doing. And the only way for you to be aware is to be stress-free. You, you can be of sound mind if you're stressed. No, <laughs> Two cannot occupy the same space. You can't be mindful and being stressed. It doesn't work that way. Get some sleep, right? Because a lot of people don't sleep. Try your best to get at least a minimum of eight hours of sleep to rest your mind. And lastly, don't be too hard on yourself. And this is what they're promoting. They want you to be hard on yourself. Because when you're hard on yourself, you're going to out on your emotion. You're not going to think clearly. And that's what they're looking forward to do so again guys i really appreciate it <clears throat> thanks for stopping by i know uh the topic is you know kind of boring stress <laughs> but uh, i appreciate it for those who are in the building and for those of you who watch uh, after the stream ends so if you're new to the channel and you appreciate this message feel free to subscribe and share and you know, like the stream. And now I'll open the panel for whoever wants to jump on and speak on the topic and anything else, because uh, I know uh, you brothers and sisters out there have a lot to talk about. So one second, I'm gonna post, let's see. Oh. And you know what also causes stress? Money. <laughs> Money can cause stress, so yeah. <laughs> Money. All right. I dropped the panel. You guys are welcome to jump on. And like I say, <clears throat> health is one of the greatest investment you can do on your life. My my favorite quote that I quote I tell myself is health is wealth. I'm better off spending half of my money. For me to have a sound body and a sound mind and spending money on material things so you know if i've shown you guys my uh kitchen 
where I had all these uh, crazy health stuff in my uh, drawers and all that stuff. So some people go, oh, man, what do you have all that stuff? What's the use for it? You're wasting money. I'm like, no. You know, to you, it may look like a waste of money, but when it comes to my health, it's everything. You know, buying expensive uh, supplements, buying, uh, <clears throat> what's it? Providing my body with uh, uh, good oils, uh, good vitamins, good uh, minerals. Uh, was it eating uh, fresh meat if possible, and uh, living a fasting lifestyle in case when I want to abstain from something that I feel like maybe causing me inflammation and stuff like that, or trying to heal. So all those steps, and I'll tell you, it's not easy. It is very hard to uh, eat healthy, but we have to do it. And I'm not stressed out about it. See, they they want us to live in a world where we always stress, why? So we can act on our uh, negative emotions and be stressed out of our minds, so we cannot think soundly. And uh, that's 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 not very good. And uh, I always say. This life that we have is so precious. You know, we don't know how long we have in this earth and it's so little. Do it the best you can. And uh, you you know when you do the right thing and, you, you know, it feels good to be healthy. Like, I, I don't know about you, but I don't like being sick. <laughs> I don't like it. Even if it's some crazy allergies for me, you know, Leaving the country, coming back, like the, the change of weathers and all that stuff, those allergic reactions, it didn't feel good, you know? And I took, I tried my best to take the medicine, but uh, <laughs> it, was, it was all right. All right, brother, spiritual in the building. Let me see. All right, brother, how you doing? Let me see if I can remove the image so we can see you, bro. All right. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the building. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I caught you. Um, I could be on here for a little bit. Um, yes, sir. Yeah, man, but your title is, is captivating. Stress is death. And what I like to tell people is that the reason that they're stressing themselves out is because they're trying to fit into this false reality. You know, they're more controlled by uh, their vices than their actual mind. And, um, you know, like when you think about how guys are stressed out about women, how guys are stressed out about what to do with money or not having enough money, too much money, it's because you're, you're, you're controlled by your vices, your flesh. You're not controlled with your mind because your mind will always see these, see money as a tool. Your mind will always see women in the rightful position your mind will always allow you to see adversity as an opportunity to grow, not just something to overwhelm you. And um, cause this life is not meant to be fair and it's very difficult because human nature, the evils of human nature is running the world. So stress is going to happen, but if you don't have a foundation, structure, discipline, and for me, you know, the biblical worldview that gives all of this purpose cause um I understand why the world is the way it is because it's ran by people who hate the truth. And, and that's, that creates manipulation, extortion, and 
all the corruption we see from the government and all of this stuff. If you don't understand what's happening, you're going to be very disappointed in your expectations of what what you uh, expect from this world. Yeah, you you're actually correct. <clears throat> and as we we're speaking on that, right? I, I I know you're gonna you're gonna be like, man, I I knew it. Let me post a, a Bible verse that you are really familiar with. Mm -hmm. uh, hold on one second. <laughs> Basically, everything you say, right? It says what in Philippians four six. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Yeah. So even the most high, he knows we need things, right? Like Christ said, he said, uh, do lilies in the field, grass, do they need anything? But the most high knows he feeds, you know, he makes them grow and they die off, you know, they get burned. But he said, you right. are a man, you are greater than these things. Why are you worrying about things like food, shelter, and clothing? He said, I'll get you all this and more. Just do what you have to do and don't be worried. So this verse is saying, be careful for nothing. But you know what the world is saying? Oh, man, you're missing out. Get this, get that. And it gets you stressed out. Yeah. But knowing that the Most High got you, it puts you in, in, in a state of mind of peacefulness and, and sound mind that you're like, you know, you know what? Yeah, things are going, but everything is going to be okay. And us teaching this mindset, we call conspiracy theorists. We call... Uh, Bible thumper, we called uh, them uh, them uh, Jesus people over there. And I sit back and I'm like, wait a minute. So the world don't want solution. They want no. you to be in a, uh, what do you call it, the thin line between solution and problems. They want you there. But the most I say is they say, you either hot or cold, lest you be spewed out. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, I mean... Everything that people complain about is because they don't, they, like I said, it's, um, I'm going to put in the verse James 4, 1 through 3. Um, that's a good one. Let me pull it out real quick. James chapter 4, verses 1 through 3. One second. And I think that verse is very, um, it's very important. Okay, you be able Pop this in the chat real quick. And I think that uh -oh. very. I had to pop it on my laptop real quick. All right. Yeah, if you go. post it, I'll, I'll I'll put it on the screen. Okay. Um. Oh man, it might be too much. Um. Uh, yeah, it might be too much. Can you? Pull oh, that's good. What What is it? Uh, James, what one? James chapter four, verses one through three. Oh, four. Okay, one. Yeah. Two, three. Uh, what I'll do is I'll post individual verses. Okay. Uh, while you're speaking on it, uh, I can just uh, show on the screen. Okay, bad, bad. And I think people need to understand that um, I can read that verse real quick and we'll tell you what it says. And it says, From whence comes wars and fighting among you? Come they not hence even of your lust that war in your members? Ye lust and have not, ye kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. Uh, you you fight in war, yet you have not because you ask not. And you ask and receive not because you ask amiss that you may consume it upon your lust. And, and let me give you an example of what that means. It basically saying all the calamity, all the confusion comes from people wanting things from their flesh, and then they can't get them. Like it says, you lust and you have not. That's the frustration we see around men. 
they're lusting for women and they can't get them. And so it, it frustrates them and it causes them to do a lot of illogical things. Like they and thinking that if I have enough money, that's going to change the nature and behavior of a woman. No, it's going to draw out the nature and behavior of a woman. It's wisdom that allows you to use money and, and structure a woman correctly in your life. Money alone would just attract a, a gold digger who wants to consume you by it. Or you kill and desire to have and you can't obtain. You people get so consumed with wanting materials that they're willing to compromise their very freedom in life to get it. You know, and then it says even if you ask and you don't receive, it's because you ask wrongly. You're not using it for nothing good. You want to just consume it on your lust. And people don't realize that sometimes it's good that God doesn't give you what you want until you have an understanding about yourself. Because what if you got that one thing and it destroyed you? Some people, you know, the lottery curse that you that people say, oh, the people yeah. hit the lottery, and then all of a sudden, most they end up dying, their family is destroyed. That's what happens when you get money in a world like this, and you don't have wisdom or structure to see how your greed is being weaponized against you. You know, that's a good, the lottery curse is a real thing because it shows you the rawness of greed. Hey. You know. And Hulk, to add to what you just said, uh, even back home, back in the Congo, this is one thing we learn, and I've observed it over and over. You may, uh, you you may agree with this. Have you ever noticed when people receive something for free or they get things granted to them without mm -hmm. them working for it, they never take care of it. One of good course. example: you getting a free car. Someone gives you if even it's a used car. And because you never bought it with your all earned sweat, you don't take care of it. The car breaks down. You never, you don't even, you forget doing the oil change. But guess what? You buying that car with your own hands, you don't even want people to scratch it. You don't even, you, like one little, uh, was it, it goes down one liter of fuel. Oh, I got to go to the fuel line field. Right. Because why? It's something you cherish. Why? Because you work for it. So even the scripture says what? A man shall eat by the the sweat of his forehead. So yeah. the idea, check this out, Hulk, even the idea of uh, giving money to homeless, it's against scriptures. The Bible says, when the poor were to go in the field to get something, they didn't hand it to them. He said what? You go out there and pluck your own corn. Yeah. You There was no handing money. You got to work. Even the widow, it says, uh, the, the apostles, they advise uh, widows to do service in a church and be paid. They weren't just giving money, but we live in a world that, that says, oh, take, take, take. And knowing that they're actually training you to go against God. Yeah, you, you should. Um, if a man wants to eat, he should work. That's scripture as well. And I think that people have to understand that being consumed by your vices, laziness is a vice of people because you're, you're feeling entitled. You're prideful that you don't have to work for something. And that a lot of people are stressed out because of that. They have a lazy work ethic or a lazy mind. You know, many people say an idle mind is a devil's playground is a cliche that, you know, statement that many people hear, but it's true. And um, a lot of times stress is something that happens from lack of wisdom. If you don't understand the structure that we're supposed to live in this world where people who work you know, they, they, they're more productive and they're the more secure in life. People who um, are not foolish, foolish being 
disobeying God. God warns you about the nature of lust, the nature of greed, the nature of vanity, the nature of idolatry. You know, these things, the world wants you to go out there and cheat, lie, steal, and then get in trouble afterwards. The world wants you to deal with that because that's stress. You know, people who lie, guess what they got to do? They got to remember the lie. That's a lot of stress to remember a lie. You know, if you told the truth and you or if you work for something, then you know how to do it. You know what was done. But to remember something that's that didn't happen, you have to keep your story straight. And so many people who are working in deceptions and lives, they lies, they get frustrated because they have to put so much energy in keeping the lie going. And hey, you're right, Hulk. And as you're speaking, I think about my character as a person in my real life. Mm -hmm. I, you know, people who know me, they say that uh, fasting is straightforward. He has no filter in his mouth and he speaks his mind. Now, right. some people, they be like, oh, man, if you do this, you're alienate people and stuff like that. But I look back in my life, I'm like, the people who are in my life are the ones I want in my life. Why? Because they accept me for who I am. They yeah. realize I'm not a liar. And the thing is, when you you live a life of truth, liars cannot liars and gossipers, they cannot stand you. Because you know what, what they all say? They said, man, I can, I can tell you nothing because you're just going to stare in your open. And I'm like, oh, but here's the catch. They don't know. There are some things, right, that I'll mm -hmm. keep a secret that is righteous, but something that's wicked. I'm not going to keep it a secret. If, if, you, if you're talking bad, I always tell people, hey, if you're going to talk bad about somebody, don't do it in my ear because he's going to hear it. Right. And people, because they love weakness, they don't like that. So I live, even in my own life, I live a life of, uh, I'll speak my mind, and when I'll say it, I'm not going to remember it because I'm going to speak the truth. And I've realized another reason why people are so stressed out, because when they must speak the truth, they lie or they withhold the truth. They're afraid of the backlash. And in, in, in itself, puts them in a stressful situation. Why? Because they should have spoken their mind. The scripture says, well, it says be bold as lying. Speak the mm -hmm. truth. And guess what? Even if you have to die, so what? You, I believe I'll get to come back again, even stronger. But if you you uh, hold your tongue because you want to please the world, as you say, in your, if you want to please the quote-unquote world, guess what? The world doesn't reward good. We live in a world where doing good is evil. Like, yeah. literally, like, you're doing good unto people. People say they call you weak. They say, you're not a man. Why are you doing good? morality what is moral <laughs> yeah but they they want morality because they're not ready to go back to no kill be killed or rob and steal society everybody wants morality because no one's comfortable see people are not being honest if if somebody said i don't morality we need to throw that away and then immediately somebody put a gun in their head and and stole from them they will be upset so those people are not being honest everybody needs morality because nobody everybody values their life because the people who don't, they're dead. They didn't waste no time ending it. So if you're not immediately killing yourself, you value your life, your freedom, people just not being honest because it sounds fun to just say anything, speak without thinking. But everybody values morality who is alive because lack of morality threatens your very life and freedom and your security. 
you know, and the world that we have no world business doesn't make sense without morality. Business itself is a structure based on a, an honest merit based system. Morality holds that together. If you're not doing honest business and somebody could just lie and steal from you, you will be calling the, the FBI or somebody talking about you. There was theft or fraud or something going on. You're looking for morality, even in business. You can't make an honest buck <laughs> if somebody's stealing from you. You know, and people have to remember that. And I would go a, a step further and says not only is stress is death, but death is stress. Most people yes. are stressed because of the uncertainty of death. I mean, they don't look. Death is something that people, the world doesn't give you any kind of solution for. Everybody is is no thinks about the fact that death is imminent and it's always on the table. It's not going nowhere. It's something you always worry about. And you know, the scripture tells you not to worry about your life, but it also gives you a structure to cherish it. See, the world doesn't give you any any kind of solution to deal with the fact that life, that death is something that happens. And most people have a, a fear of death because they have no hope in it. They think this world is all there is. And what a pitiful existence if you think that this is it. If you think that you were given a consciousness, you are aware of yourself just to turn into nothing. And see, that's the lie that the world wants to let people know. Because fear-based people, they pour a lot of effort into materialism, into vanity, to greed, and they were they're, they're feeding the, the, the engine of the world that exploits that kind of mindset, mindset that's based on the flesh. You know, that's why the government is there. The government loves people who are desperate, who will do anything to, uh, to add, you know, to be relevant because they have no identity outside of the world. The government preys on people. The, the government wants to give you an identity. They want to make you property of the government out of your fear of death because you reject your creator. The government didn't create you. The, the government didn't give you a soul, didn't give you that consciousness that you have within you. But the government wants to determine how it should be used. And the government will stress you out because the government gives things to you so it can take away and make you beg. That's hey, what this Hulk. You touch on something interesting about the government, right? Mm -hmm. See, like I always say, if we have to actually go and find the proof of people who died last year because of this uh, invisible killer, <laughs> people will be surprised. I believe in my heart, right? When I tell people, people don't believe me. I told right. them, okay, they say, well, you say this thing is not real, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, well, what about, why, say, what is killing people? What, how people are dying? And when I tell them stress, they don't believe me. I say, think about this, right? Somebody, right. Let's take somebody who has diabetes. He's already unhealthy, right? His body is already in a, in, a, uh, in a level of stress because of penicillin and all the medicine he's taking. So right. let's say you tell that somebody he has the invisible killer. What happens? Worry. I want to, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. So the, the fear of death is already in his mind. He's already stressed. When they put him in that ventilator, what is the side effects that even the CDC say what happened is that because it's plastic, whenever anything that goes inside your body like that, your body reacts. There's like a chemical reaction. Like your body is trying to reject it because it's a foreign entity. And even nurses that were coming, they say that a lot of people are going into coma or having seizures whenever mm -hmm. they try to 
give them that ventilator thing. But we're not supposed to say it because it's quote unquote conspiracy or mis uh, uh, misinformation. Right. But I believe a lot of people who passed was because of stress and has and because uh, what what is believing? He says faith is the is the hope of things, or was it? It's the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Even if th this thing is not real, according to how science will put it, but it became real. Why? Because the government was able to convince the people this thing is real, and their state of mind created a belief that this thing mm -hmm. can kill you. And they yeah, died. they lost their jobs because they shut down the world, and they were stressed about how to put food on the table. Uh, they were told to put on that personal protection device, which obstructs their breathing and causes them to hyperventilate to rebreathe carbon dioxide the bacteria in their mouth you know they said the dentist is uh the number of cases people cases of people going to the dentist has skyrocketed because of a uh, mask mouth or thrush all kinds of dental problems from people wearing masks all the time and i mean it just throws your body off balance your body is a very sensitive system and when you do something as drastic as obstruct your airway of course you're going to cascade it's going you're going to cause a cascade of issues that are happening to people but people don't want to believe that and all of a sudden this is the stress of you worrying about something you know people you know what the opposite of worry is is faith but you know faith is not just imaginative thinking faith is actually believing that doing what you know works is a more viable option See, God requires us to be good stewards of our health and body, to treat our body as a temple, as his temple. See, if you have faith on God's, uh, on being obedient to God's word, which requires you to take good care of your body, to live a productive lifestyle, a lifestyle of wisdom, a lifestyle where you avoid the evils within yourself that lead you into this world and to destruction. If you live that lifestyle and you believe that, the outcome would prove itself. People just think the Bible wants you to have faith on nothing. No, faith on God's word. His word is his law. His law reflects the nature, the evil nature and, 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 this, and chaos that is inside of us. If you're not aware of the evil within you, then the world will use it. And the world will throw you into the problems. That's why the scripture in uh, 1 Timothy chapter 6, it says the love of money is the root of all evil that causes all kinds of problems and it's a love. Money is a tool. But when you love money, you're not no longer using it as a tool. You're depending on it. You're not depending on the mind that was given to you by your creator. You're depending on something that was supposed to be a tool for you to use. Now the money is using you. And the world is using the money to draw you into a system that's going to keep you frustrated. It's going to keep you worrying about stuff that if you had a structured life, you wouldn't have to worry about. And speaking about the world, notice the world, they twist that passage. They say what? Money is evil. And I'm like, well, if you're going to call money evil, you know what you should call evil? You should call a wood evil. You should call yeah. it an apple evil. Just a tool. <laughs> you know, so that's the thing. It's just a tool. You're not supposed to be a slave to money. See, when you love, you know, that scripture, I mean, that stream idea about loving the world. The world, first of all, people don't understand love biblically is obeying God's commandments. Because only the God's commandments exposes the truth of things. 
So you have to measure it against a standard to see if where it is, if it's true, false, good or bad. People don't want to be honest about what the true objective standard of good and evil are. It's obeying God by his commandments because the biblical worldview is the only law that is congruent without conscience. If it's not causing you to go out there and murder, lie, cheat, steal, diminish people's values and idolatry, that's all coming from the biblical worldview. Because the world doesn't have a problem with you going out there deceiving people, doing um, extorting people, lying to people, stealing from people to get money. We see that on Wall Street. We see that in the government. That's all these people do is lie, cheat, deceive. The world doesn't have a problem with that. You just have to play the world's game. You have to be promote the world's agenda. Because the world's agenda is a lie and deception that causes stress and grief in people. But the world will promote you as long as you're promoting the world. But the yeah, world is man. the world wants you to be desperate and fear mongered. Those are those are easy people to control. People that in turn instead of going internally and relying on God, which we all know we should do, because we know that we don't want to be we want, don't want somebody being corrupt to us, so we shouldn't be corrupt to others. That's coming from God because the world doesn't care. The world sells lies like it sells anything else. And it needs you to buy it and promote it. And, you know, and, and that's what's going on. Like, look at this. Look at people complaining right now about, you know, the victimhood. God never said that yeah. this evil world was going to be nice to you. God t warned you the evil of the evils in the world that people were going to go come out here and and mistreat you and and hate when you speak the truth. God warned you of this. So why would you go to the same evil people and expect them to be nice when God told you don't try to conform to that, come out of that, and follow Him? Hey, uh, you you know you meant you know I knew you were gonna go there, right? The, like uh, you know the, this passage it says. Do not envy the oppressor and choose none of his ways. Yeah. But if yeah. you tell the if you tell our people, you know what they call you? They call you sellout. They call you, you know, you know, uh that you were a coon. Because you telling them the truth. I'm like, how can you go to the oppressor and ask for your freedom when he got his knee on your neck? Like, where is, explain me the logic. Someone who's crushing your brain and you ask him to say, please save me and they're looking at it say i'm saving you and they're still crushing you like yeah where is the logic in that but there if you no find logic. that out they call you a hater or a traitor to your own like where's the logic in that well that's that's exactly what's happening people are envying the same person they claim is oppressing them and they're wondering why the outcome of their life is bad you know it's it's so simple but people have to love evil and that's what this all comes down to. People love the same evil that the world is promoting. That's why they're blind to the consequence of it. Their mind is reprobate. They're loving that evil. You have to love lust, greed, and all these evil things or you'd be blind to how the world uses it. You know, people who are like consumed with pornography don't have a problem with it being promoted and and people and people responding to a world built on pornography, because you know all the guys are wondering why women are just selling their bodies. Well, if you don't have a problem with pornography in your own life, then you shouldn't have a problem with it when it's in your and outside the world. But that's the thing. See, the reason 
people don't people love evil they just hate the consequences of the evil they love because a lot of people in, in private you know yes it's it's it, lust is a temptation for all men and women but i can be honest to say it's very destructive it's a distraction it's deceiving i could be honest about that that's why i don't trust it in it so, but people want you know they want to be out here and be able to lust like it's no tomorrow and then when lust drives them to a divorce or having children with a wrong woman or destroying their life, they want to go complain to the government. And they don't want to acknowledge that, you know what, I stepped outside of God's will because God warned me about lust. He warned me about that. The world didn't. The world was promoting it. Only God warned me about lust. So it's me disobeying God to get brought me into that situation. But instead of acknowledging that I sinned against God, I'm going to go to the government and I'm going to complain about the government and the government is going to deceive me further. And that's what people get frustrated from. They don't realize the government is not the government. Has, has the governments are against God. I know people want to be like, look, the, if a world, if the world, if the governments of the world was uh, for God, then the world would be a much better place. But that's not happening. The world is in sin. This world has, fa has fallen from God because of us, because we've chose evil over God. Literally, if you look at, um, I think it's uh, Gospel of John 3, uh, 19, it says, and this is the condemnation, that the light has come into the world and men chose the darkness over the light because their deeds were evil. And they did not come to the light lest their deeds should be reproved. Well, the people are choosing darkness over the light that we know and that but still they're upset because of that i'm like we're disobeying god the world is evil and it's such a simple concept that people if the world is evil then simply not conforming to it will save you a lot of stress but see people don't want to be accountable people don't want to have to make good choices they rather have the government decide what's good for them Instead of them critically thinking and making responsible choices from their from them for themselves, trial and error, your experiences are enough for you to realize that you know obeying God is a better way than being conformed to the world. You can just live your life and see that that's a viable option, but you have to be accountable. You have to be honest about your shortcom your shortcomings, your errors, and your weaknesses. But everybody's self righteous. Everybody thinks they're holy without without God. Everybody thinks they're good without, there is no good. Only God is good. And we're either obeying him or disobeying him. Hey, hey you just stated something awesome. You said none is good. And that's the thing. When you, and the thing with the word is good is whatever anybody decides is. Yeah. But I ask, okay, if good is whatever you want, then why do we have laws? Because if good is whatever you want to be, why is there a law for speed limit? Well, I feel like I should drive 180 miles per hour today. Why should you pull me over and give me a ticket, police officer? You say, well, the world says uh, there is no rule. Whatever, what? So it's like the world in one lips, right? Like the Bible says, fork tongue. On one lips, they're saying, do whatever you want. But yep. on the second lip, they're copying the scriptures saying we need to have rules and laws because 
if we don't, we can't govern these exactly. uh, people. And see, that's the confusion. Confusion is the nature of any enemy. They have to confuse you. You know, and that's the thing. See, it's the form of godliness, but denying the power. See, the government wants to replace God in people's lives. So they create this, this subjective law where the government has all the power. And it's, and it's about making people, turning people into mer merchandise. If you notice, the speed limit isn't, isn't even about safety. It's about money. They can care less if you die. People die every day. They sell you poisons. You know, but... The government just wants to have the final say. They want to be the final authority in your life. So as long as you're obeying the government, no, they don't care. That's why police officers, they'll speed to go get donuts. They'll speed just because they can. So if it was about safety, everybody would obey the law. If you have enough money, you can buy yourself out of most things. So it's not about safety. It's about the government being the ultimate authority. And that's why this world is... Um, the way it is, you know, that's exactly why it's so stressed. I see people all the time worrying about what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Because what they trusted in the world and the world let them down. They thought that if I do this and that, that everything was going to work out. But now they're looking at where the world is. Who would have thought that this fake pandemic would shut down the world and everybody would have to rethink how they are living and how they structure their lives? Well, that's because they trusted in the world. I knew the world was moving towards this end. 20 years ago or more my whole life i knew that this world the moment i come to i came to the knowledge of truth i understood where this world was headed so i knew this day was coming so when it came i was like okay here it is i it didn't catch me off guard i was in shock i was prepared for it that's why i didn't have any children that's why i've always been responsible in my with my work ethic and and my money because i knew that this time was coming where they're going to try to starve people into desperate, into desperation, into compliance. And I'm telling people, this is if you would have obeyed God, you would have seen this coming. You know, everybody was all, and look, I get cryptocurrency, man. Look, I, I dabbled in it a little bit. And look, I just say you have to be wise. I'll just be wise about it. But don't put your trust in your, and don't love it. Yeah. Just see it as a tool. Just like anything else, it's a tool but you got to understand that when you start to love it and trust in it over God, then you're going to be disappointed. Oh, yeah. Speaking about Brother Hulk, I always say, you know, there are certain things because when people talk about proving the tangibles, like say, okay, where's proof you know, that your faith is real? Before mm -hmm. this pandemic, uh, why year did Kobe die? Uh, Kobe died, what, 2000? When was it? Uh, yeah, it was 20. Yes. It was a, a few months before. Okay. Uh, Kobe died, I think, January 26. It was a Sunday. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I was on, uh, was it, I think, yeah, he died on a Sunday. And I was on the Rallo show. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know if you know him. I was on the Rallo yeah. show on Monday. And we were talking about the whole uh, Kobe thing. And something in my spirit, because, you know, for years I've been saying, I'm like, brothers, you know, uh, you know, talking about we live in Babylon, and Tomosai says that there's going to come a time where Tomosai will, there will be a voice in people's ears says, let us go back to the land of our fathers. Let us escape out of Babylon, right? But it says only a few people will obey that voice. So I mentioned, I'm like, hey, looking at how the world is going, talk about, uh, was it, because the topic was about 
Kobe being, uh, you know, SOSBN, you know, a traveling brother. So I was like, well, brothers, right. if you're about traveling, get your passport. And I remember Rallo even brought it up. I was, like, I was like, between this spring and June, uh, you know, get your passport because something is going to happen. And I said, because uh, there was a report in 2019 that was saying that uh, uh, you're going to need a passport to fly from state to state. Right. Now, I say that out of the spirit because, you know, I, I, I and then when Rallo, Rallo played it, when this whole pandemic started, I was like, yo, the day, two weeks before America closed its borders, no planes flying out, right. I was coming back from Mexico City two weeks before they closed down the border. Now, wow. think about that. And I was hearing about, oh, the invisible killer from China. They found some guy in Alaska and they tried to bring. I'm like, wait a minute. You find some American in Alaska with the the, the killer, you know, invisible killer, but you want to bring him into England. Okay. How in the hell from Alaska to the U.S., all of a sudden you got thousands of people, people inf- quote unquote, infected. How did this spread that fast if you were, quote unquote, containing this guy so you can study him? How? Right. Like, it didn't make any sense, but just to show how the spirit sees things ahead of it, because people say, oh, when is it going to happen? When is the collapse going to happen? When? I'm like, it's not about the when. It's about what you're doing not to prepare so that you guide it with the spirit. Because when Jeremiah was prophesying that Judea, the, the Israelites are going to go into captivity, into slavery, but the Babylon, guess what? He didn't know when it was going to happen, but he was warning people. Guess what happened? When Nebuchadnezzar came, you know what happened with German? He went with them too. Right. I'm laughing at Doug. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, the thing for those of you listening, uh, what me and Brother Hawk are saying is this world that we live in, they're lying to you, telling you that you're free to do whatever you want while they set up rules and regulation that are in, not 100% in accordance with the Bible, but they understood that in order for them to have order, they needed a biblically-based structure. A counterfeit society that yes. mimics, it mimics the it mimics a form of godliness, but it doesn't, yeah. it denies the power of it. It denies it. And, so and, they, they set a trap. So you feel like, oh, I can do whatever I want, but it, mm-hmm. uh, like you say, a counterfeit is fake. Why? Because when you do it, you get caught. What happens? You're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but see, his, you know, it's 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 what we've been saying. I mean, it's this thing is so obvious to me, and I and I, and I struggle with understanding why people can't see it. But I understand that people don't want to see it because the world has built has indoctrinated people over decades. To be prideful in what the world says, it's not just knowledge. They have to be prideful about it. They have to, they have to have an identity based on what's coming through worldly institutions. And see, that was all to replace the identity of God that holds us accountable for the evils that we all do. We all do. But see, I'm accountable because I understand my my being honest about the things I've done wrong and the bad choices I've made in life. I can be honest about that. And I can choose to understand the right way, even when I'm struggling to do it. And I can be honest about the consequences that come with doing things the evil way. That's why, you know, the the best evidence of my faith in my life 
that since people don't think you don't have any evidence is the fact that I'm changing. And it's not something I'm trying to do. Simply obeying and believing and trusting in the word of God over trusting in myself is opening my eyes and, and allowing me to be, to move in this world void of consequences in a way that I, I'm just aware I have better discernment. I can see things happen. I'm more about prevention than reaction because I can see my own evil causing problems before I even get into situations and I can choose to get out of it. You know, the Bible says there's no temptation that is common to man that the Lord won't make a way to come out of. Yes, yes. And it's like I can, I can, it's like he always have a way out. I can see it before it gets bad. And I was like, wow, there used to be a time I was so blinded by lust, by vanity and, and greed until I just thought, you know, let me just do it. I want it. I want it. I want it. And that goes back to what I said about James 4, because I wanted something so bad that had to do with my flesh. That was blind to how the world was using my my evil to to bring me right into that kind of destruction. But now I see and see people don't realize that that's the evidence is that my life is changing and it's, and it's, and I have no desire to, to be foolish. I have no desire to be destructive in ways that I used to think were fun. I have no it, it's being removed from my life. And now I value having wisdom. I value having order. I even, I value correction. I value when, you know, when people rebuke me and call me out for being wrong, I thank them. I'm not prideful to say, don't tell me what to do. I'm happy that people can correct me. As long as they're using the correct standard that we all have to be held to. When somebody corrects you, that's, that's true. That, that's, that's, those are the only people who care. They're willing to correct you and they admonish you as a brother. And they're not being hypocritical. They're not asking you to do something that they're not willing to do. They just see that we, you know, it's like, that's how I know I'm changing. And my life is changing as a result. My life is becoming, the world is getting darker. But why is my life not getting darker? Yes. People are losing, uh, people are fearful. But why am I not fearful? People are unprepared. But relatively, why am I more prepared than most? If my faith is empty, why is my life giving better results? And I just try to let people know, like, you have to come to grips with yourself and God will open your eyes, man. The world is, is deluding you. This is strong delusion. This is a lie. This is a deception. And the world wants to get you wrapped up in it so it can take, it can give to you and then take from you, leave you sitting there desperate. And then you'll be waiting for the government to throw out another stimulus check or Oh, you'd be begging the government to do something and they, they're going to take your rights and freedoms and then say, well, it's for your own safety. We have to we have to force you to stay in the house and you can't go to work and you have to wear this this personal protection device and stay six feet apart, uh, apart and don't see your loved ones, even though your elderly loved ones, they may, not, they may be dead tomorrow. We don't want you to see them. Like, this is what the world's trying to sell you. And, and think of the grief and stress that comes. You can't even see your dying loved ones. That stress oh, is gonna uh, haunt you for the rest of your life, bro. Not only that, if you are uh, speaking about it, when you mentioned about that, you didn't want to have any children. My own, within my own family, they were uh, they experienced when uh, last year in the summer in June went to hospitals. They literally were uh, trying to basically 
restrict husbands or uh, uh, you know men from seeing the uh, the the mother of their child giving birth, trying to pull the you know the hoxy hoax, and not only that, while the mother is in pain, they'll come there and ask her questions about giving the baby the shot, right? Oh my god! So so basically, and this is why when we tell the women that. A man can survive on his own, but a woman needs no. a man. Yes. Because what they do is they target women's insecurity to destroy their children. What did the scripture says? Woe unto them who are with child in those days. Yep. Woe means destruction. And notice the, the scripture says it doesn't it says a woman with child. Notice it doesn't say a family with child, because yeah. a family includes a father and a mother. It Woe says a woman. woman. Well, with child and give suck in those last days. And exactly, and that's exactly what we see because now women are, even if you're pregnant, try to have a home birth. Most women, now they have to go, you have to deal with the hospitals because a man was will sit there. If you had a father, a viable, qualified father in the house, he would say, look, we're going to find some naturopathic person who's not going to try to require you to get tested or, or to take the jab and all this. Like, we're not doing that. We're going to find a way, even if I got to go find someone who's willing to do it, who's qualified to do it in their home. We're going to find a way. But women are like, they're scared. They, well, I guess I got to go to the sorcerers out here. These, you know, pharmacia sorcerers out here. And that got, we, got to, we got to do what they say. And what they're going to do, they're going to promote. They're going to say, we need to, you need to get a test. You need to, and we need to do this. Even before, even before the, this, this uh, hoax even before this, they wanted to put vaccine, um, the jab, well, other jabs. Yeah, in, yeah. In I children. Know, I know it's not where it's sensitive nowadays. I know, yeah. I know. You but they, to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they wanted to put other types of things. You know, the um, M, uh, what is it, MMR and the jab. false. Uh, was it uh, vitamin K, like the bad one? Yeah, yeah. The all of the, they wanted to put all this stuff. They were putting all this stuff in our bodies at birth. And then instead of just realizing that they're putting the poison that's going to dismantle our immune system at birth, we want to believe in all of these illnesses that they create, they co concocted up for us to have a, a big pharma solution. Because everything that they say is wrong with us, it always leads to big pharma. It doesn't lead back to detoxing, to fasting, to eating right, better lifestyle. No, they always want to say, well, you have this disease, and so you need to take this drug. It's always a drug, and that's why they 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 shoot you up at birth, you know. And keep in mind, our parents are compromised before they even conceive us because yes. they've been shot up at birth. So we have this we have this cumulative effect of being poisoned over time and generation generationally, destroying the integrity of our bodies. And then when the children are born, we wonder why they have these problems. And then the system wants to tell us it's it's something that doesn't make any sense instead of realizing that you are putting the poison in us and you've done it over such a long period of time. And you only want your 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 big pharma buddies to be the solution. I mean, it's so clever to, to see through. I don't understand why, why people people just were lazy about their life. They want they just want somebody to think for them. They want authority figures who are appointed and funded and compromised to tell you what to do with yourself. Cause they don't want you to think these people, 
it was an article where they said critically thinking is not good for you or something like that. I was like, what? <laughs> they actually you know published what? this. You know what? You have to believe it. You want to know why? Because it's not the Bible, because the Bible was written by men. But you, if you read an article that's written by a doctor, you have oh, to yeah. believe it. But here's the thing, fasting. The Bible written by man actually proves the things that we already 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 agree with. Remember, the Bible is a is is a uniform historical account of God's spirit and law over time for everybody that's been honest. So over all of this time, everybody's coming to the same compute com, uh, the same understanding about the evils within man, the issues that men face about life and death and purpose, and it's survived over time. And it's been consistent because everybody who's trusted in God's law has the same outcome. Not everybody who's re who reads it, because let's go back to what the biblical Jesus said. He said, the foolish man is the one who heard the word and did not do it. And his house was built on the sand. And when the storm came and the winds blew, his house fell and great was the fall of it. But it was the wise man who heard the word and did it. And his house was built on a rock. So when the winds came, the, uh, the rains descended, his house stood. And see, that's the thing. That's the wisdom that people don't understand. Like, is your house standing when, it, when life gets tough? Or are you just being blown away standing on whatever doctrine you have? Well, everybody who stood on, let me tell you something, we're all going to die. But some people have peace when they're dying. A peace that is hard for people who don't, who are not believers to understand. I've seen people die in front of my face peacefully, not stricken with fear, not worrying about what's going to happen, but with security. Because they know, just like I know now why I'm alive, the truth. And the truth is not something someone is going to be able to convince you of. It's something that's going to be revealed to you. Through your own understanding, through your own life, God was going to reveal that to you. But you must trust in his way, in his word over the world to actually come to that revelation. People will trust the doctors all day. And doctors have a, a failure record that is astronomically high. People will trust the justice system that doesn't provide justice. People will trust politicians that lie and get exposed every day. But they won't, they won't even trust or act or test the law of God. Not what's coming from these churches because they don't teach the Bible. Yeah, yeah. The they're church. teaching worldliness. They're teaching how to be. They're teaching the same philosophy of the world. They're just putting biblical labels on things. Same worldly philosophy. How to get money. How to get people to like you. How to get married. How to do this. How to do that. The same thing you hear in the world. They're not teaching you about your evils, your sin, about the accountability that we should have with our creator, the origin of how we got here. You mean to tell me people don't have a problem with a man telling you you came from nothing, but you have a problem with somebody telling you that a creation came from a creator. Which one sounds more logical that you came from nothing, which you cannot see no, no evidence of anything spontaneously creating itself. But we do see evidence of creations coming from creators, that people who make TVs came from a TV maker, a book came from a bookmaker. We see evidence of people making things, but we don't see evidence of something making itself but, uh, out of nothing. But, Hulk, even in science, what do they tell us? 
for every action there is a what equal and opposite reaction so if nothing how can you have something out of nothing because nothing means no thing so how can you have a thing from no thing so even in itself science is telling you you came from something <laughs> because there you can't have no thing without no thing well, the second law of thermodynamics, or I think, or either law of conservation of mass, whatever, it talks about entropy. Would the scientists even say for for their their monkey theory of evolution to work, energy has to be gained? But what we see in life is that energy is lost. Entropy and entropy relates to the fact of death being entered into the world. That things are losing energy over time; they're winding down. Yeah. But they're telling you for evolution to be true, there has to be energy in being injected to the system. So science is even inconsistent on itself. Well, I mean, science has been very inconsistent since last year. Uh, I, you know, I'm not a quote unquote doctor, but I recall even in Africa, we learned from that means science. You're more qualified. Yeah, in science regarding the uh, uh, was it the breathing system i forgot what they were calling where it shows you the lungs the heart how uh your veins like there was the arteries and uh veins where it shows you the blue color blood and the red color yeah. blood when it comes mm -hmm. to the oxygen that you need oxygen to get new blood like it's like a recycle system right i'm like you mean to tell me that science that i learned from middle school is null and void because of a hoaxy hoax that exactly. you create a law that's against that science saying that yeah. you need to cover your face and it's healthy yeah. that you want to. I'm like, oh, my. Or you just need to, uh, you know, it's funny that people need evidence about everything, but no one can be sure or prove without a reasonable doubt, beyond a reasonable doubt of what's in the jab. But they don't know how much faith you have to have in the government to just put something you can't verify into your blood, in your yeah. bloodstream. How much faith do you have to have to put something in your bloodstream that you just taking 100 percent trust on some kind of fake science and fake research that will never be public, that you will never know and never be able to confirm. But you will just trust that it's that the government cares about you and the government loves you. And you're taking it from a stranger when you parents, right, if any parents are listening, we were told don't get uh, don't don't accept anything from strangers, but because the TV talking head says, go to your local doctor, get this shot. And guess what? How do you know that doctor? Do you know what he does in his private life? Do you know if he has skulls in his closet? Mm -hmm. He has a red carpet calling to uh, the deities of the dark to, to, to give him money, uh, yeah. you know, send him more clients. Do you know what he does in the dark? But you're going to accept him because he's wearing what? White shirt, white robe, white wizard robe. And you think white is good. So when he shoot you with that white liquid or that clear liquid that he say it's good for you. Can you know if you you know how I always say those quote unquote scientists or big science fan, I always wonder when they go to get the shot, do they mm -hmm. ask the doctor for the evidence that what they're taking will actually no, help? They don't just accept it. But guess what they do sign? They sign a waiver form that the doctor <laughs> won't be uh held accountable if you die. <laughs> but they but they won't disclose what's happening. This is how stupid this is. Now, if you die or your family members die, those doctors are off the hook. The government is off the hook, but they won't even tell you exactly with any public research or public evidence or even 
not that you can trust anything, but they won't even tell you what's in it. I mean, this is ridiculous. Yeah. They won't even tell you what's in it. And they yeah, just want you to you put ask. it. They'll you use all this this science, mRNA and and, and and all this and even talk and even admit that there's nanoparticles and all this stuff in it, but they won't even tell you like the binding agents, the toxic things that go into this. They won't tell you none of that. Hey, you know me. I I'm crazy. I make it this is my joke. I'm like, how do you know they didn't shoot you with gold piss? How uh, do you know? They, they wouldn't know. <laughs> but but you know what? Let me tell you something. People think that I'm religious. I am not. The Bible is a book of life, and it's proven it by living it. The Bible is a if you, it's a choice. You choose to live for God or against Him. God gives you the choice to do either or. So you, people, all this Bible hate. People don't have to hate the Bible. The Bible, God allows you to live against Him because you are you are a free will. You have it. You have your your own life. But the consequences that happen for you living outside of God, well, they're your own to bear. That's your own choice. So if life doesn't work out for you and you're living outside of God, why are you hating the people who choose to live for God? You made your choice. So you should be the happiest person in the group if you think that you're right. Why do you have to waste time hating other people who don't believe as you? Yeah. If and you truly believe that we're crazy, that your way is better then why are you even wasting time? You're you should have a perfect life. Mm -hmm. But if your life isn't perfect, and you have the same issues, and, and you're godless, then you have a problem. Because this world is leading you down into darkness, but you don't have any hope. You're just going to die. <laughs> yeah, and and nobody wants to die. No, and, they don't. Yeah. And, and, but see, that's the whole idea. They don't want you to know your creator because, look, what the life that is within us, and I say this on every stream I've done, there is a, there's a difference between, you know, the, the true atheists are all materialists, right? They don't, they don't really think of conscious yeah. emotion or, or yeah. logic or justice. These are immaterial attributes. They're all 100% materialists. But they can't deny that there's a difference between my body and a body in a cemetery. There's a difference between what's in me and what's not in that body in that cemetery. And if both of those are equal, if we're just all materials, then why can't I move, think, and why am I aware of myself in that body in that cemetery? What happened? Because, you know, science doesn't account for life. They can't tell you where it came from. And actually, what is it? They want to tell you it's chemical reactions. But if it's chemical reactions, why can't they recreate it? Chemicals, we got chemicals. They got a whole periodic table. Can't put those chemicals together and create life, can you? Nope. So how can you dictate what something is if you can't replicate it? And that's why I tell people that cloning is a hoax because if you accept the idea of cloning, that you that, that means you accepted that man can be like the most high. But we know even from their own science, because think about this, if cloning was real, it would have been done already. Yeah, but unless they put the de demonic people in there, you know, like yeah. it, it's definitely not people, but it, it yeah. might be demons out here. Y'all can believe that these politicians are real people. I, I suggest whether you're a believer or not, read the parable of the wheat and the tares in Matthew 13. Oh, yeah. Me and my father were talking about it. Now, let me, go ahead. Let me, uh, that parable is very interesting because not only does it talk about the children of God versus the children of the 
the wicked one. But it also tells you this is one of the only parables, I think, other than the parable of the sower, that the biblical Jesus Christ interpreted his own parable. He told you what everything represented. So it's no subjectivity here. It's no metaphor. He told you what it meant. He broke it down. Matthew chapter 13. So so these people look, I think I'm going to say this about uh, the cloning. They might be creating bags of flesh with demons walking around in there. But they're not replicating what God created. Exactly. I'll just say it like that. Now, you can believe that they are somehow replicating something with a soul. They cannot do that. No, yes. That's why I was trying to imply meaning. When people talk about cloning, the way people, when they mention cloning, they're talking about doing a replica of something that was. Mm -hmm. No. Exactly. What they can do is they can give you a shell, but the entity in it is not going to be what the Most High created. They can't. Yep. Because once uh, there is an order of things, once a human soul leaves its original body, the angels make sure it goes to its habitation. Yep. So you can't grab it. like the, You have no power over the soul after it's gone. Even Satan exactly. has Exactly. If he doesn't have that power, you can't. Like, man can't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't... Look, we don't believe clones have souls either, Doug. And respect to you, Imperator, um... And everybody else here, yes, Dale Hess is blind faith. It, it's true. And I look, there are, you know, and if you look at these politicians and you look how dumb and evil, like this is what Biden said. He's like, get the shot or wear a mask until you do. Does that sound yeah. like somebody? That sounds like, man, that people hate, you know, look, I don't love no politician. I don't vote for no politician. But that sounds like a dictatorship. Yeah, it is. And speaking about early, that's why I wanted to mention, uh, Hawk. The world tries to trick mankind to think that the Most High, our Father, is a dictator. No, you know who's a dictator? Lucifer, Bayad. Yeah. Why? He 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 trick you. You have freedom, but then guess what? You discover real tyranny. Mm-hmm. But the Most High gives you freedom. You have the freedom to to call the Most High names. Go ahead and try and see if you go against this politician. They make you disappear. Right. Lucifer doesn't offer offer, uh, you know, no quote unquote freedom. He gives you an illusion of freedom. The Most High gives you the ultimate freedom. Choose life or death. That's but it. Lucifer, he will coerce you to always choose death by any means necessary. Never like it. Hey, bro, I got to get ready to go, man. But I just had to hop on. You know, I I definitely wanted to share this. You know, good to see you back on. I know you you were traveling and you had things to do, man. Same here. I'm just now getting back on. You see, I've been trying to do a little bit more. So definitely going to try to catch your lives and and show some support, man. Yeah, I'm looking forward to catch yours too. Yeah, our channels are are hard. and I'm not going to be promoted because we're we're not sensationalizing people. We're not you know, making people emotional about complaining or not. No, we're just trying to tell you what your objective reality is right now, what you can actually test the fact that what you need to be concerned about is what the government is doing, what the government is starting to require, this cage that's being built right over you right now, just determining what you can do and what you can't do and what's acceptable and what's not. Now 
uh, the cat dog cat corporation is now the little G God of the world. We got to decide whether we can walk out without our devices based on what they say. You know, it's ridiculous, man. So look, man, I'm honored to be here, man. I'm looking forward to, you know, you getting your stuff out there, man, because look, people might hate us now, but as this world gets darker, we're going to be the only light. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I, I already appreciated you coming back on because uh, like I always say, the Most High has uh, blessed each one of us with their own gifts. And I always like how to to hear you talk because you have a way, when, especially when you talk about uh, health and um, 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 medical uh, topics, you, mm-hmm. you, the Most High has blessed you with a way because you have a lot of knowledge than me when it comes to that. I, I, I even mentioned, I say, I'm more of like uh, a brute where I just go gone blazing, but you both are needed, piece. man. Yeah, both <laughs> so are needed. I, yes, you know, I, we need I, both. I really appreciate one plants, another waters. God makes the increase, brother. All right, yeah. man. Well, I'll talk to you later. All right, man. Peace. All right, peace. That was a uh, brother, Spiritual Hawk. He's a, he's a great brother. Uh, he has a great channel. Uh, let's see. Let me see if I can grab his channel, post it in the chat. Uh, I always say support the message. We, uh, those of us who are trying to speak on things outside of what the mainstream is speaking, uh, we are not loved. The world doesn't uh, appreciate our message. Like even me, my channel was flagged. Uh, that's why I, I abstained from uploading anything because uh, I had a strike and uh, it was for like three months. So, you know, in order for me to uh, quote unquote escape, the um uh what what's what what should I say? In order for me to escape the chance of getting my channel, you know, uh, erased off of uh, YouTube, I decided to uh you know refrain from doing any live, just just be patiently waiting. I started just doing uploads, so that's that's one of the reasons why. But uh to you know to kind of summarize. From everything that me and Brother Hawks just spoke earlier in relate in relation to my topic about stress, the world don't want you to be of sound mind because they cannot use you. And for all of us who've lived this life long enough to understand, when you're in stress, when you're in in fear, in panic mode, in uh, <clears throat> in depression. You would make decision uh, that will n- most of the time not benefit you because you m- you will make those decisions out of fear and uh, worry and uh, illogical point of view. So the the scriptures, the Bible, the, the most hated book in the universe, always reminds uh, the people. Who put its trust on, on on the written word of the Most High? That uh, don't be anxious. Of course, it is normal to have fear, uh, fearful emotions, but don't rely on it for your existence, because it will never lead you to a good place. Always trust what the Most High says, and uh, do the best you can to find the solutions to overcome your problems. But the world, the society we're living in. They, they want you to, to have your eyes on things that will cause you stress. That's one reason why I don't have TV in my house. I have my phone if I need to read something or watch uh, videos online. 
I do. Most of the time I use YouTube, I watch different channels. And also, uh, talking about stress, people have to people have to train themselves to abstain from uh, viewing or participating in contents that will cause them stress, you know? But as, you know, uh, we mentioned earlier, the world loves weakness. So because weakness of the world seems uh, pleasurable, right? Chaos, fights, and, you know, people, even though they say they don't want it, but it's like, I got to see, I got to watch because it's, you know, it's pleasurable. But then when they get stressed out of it, they don't realize you're stressed out because you participated in something that will put you in, in, in the state of mind. So abstain from it. Stay away from it. You know, take a break, you know, fast from, uh, uh, was it, stressful contents. <laughs> if you watch football and football gets you worked up, it puts you, you know, put you in a rage or, you know, anger mode or something. Maybe, maybe you need to back off and maybe you need to start watching golf. <laughs> maybe start watching some boring game that don't pull a stretch in your mind or maybe watch volleyball, you know, watch, uh, you know, girls volleyball so you can relax your mind, you know. But uh, I'll tell you, health is wealth. There is nothing better than being healthy. And I try my best, you know, to, to practice what I teach. I try to, to live the best healthy lifestyle that I can. And yeah, speaking about health, I mentioned one of the uh, things they were saying, be being aware of your drinking and smoking. I recall a few years ago, I'll say three years ago, uh, I bought some, uh, you know, liquor. It was on my birthday. I bought some liquor. I was like, oh, okay, maybe I have some guests, uh, you know, that'll come, you know, and celebrate or whatever. And I think I bought four bottles and only one bottle got used all the way to, to half, right? Guess what? Those drinks, I never even opened any of them. <laughs> so I still have them over here in my, um, in, in a, uh, in the kitchen, I never even, it's there. I see it all the time, but I, nothing, there's no, oh, you know what? Maybe I need to drink this. It doesn't even cross my mind. So if I I ever have to, oh, you know what? I got some tequila here. Let me drink. I'll drink. I won't drink it to, to, to go, you know, gone blazing. I'll be like, okay. It's been a while since I had the taste of, you know, uh, uh, liquor in my mouth. I'll mix it with cocoa drink, but it's not, I'm not going to be like, oh, you know, let me just indulge in this. No, because why? I have self-control. I I'm I want to be in a sound mind. I'm like, okay, maybe a glass or two, but not too much where, you know, it overclouds my, my judgment. So the thing is, balance is key. And always try to being aware of your surrounding, uh, being aware of what you're doing. And the only way to do so is of a sound mind. So I really appreciate all the, the people who came in in the building. Shout out to those who came in a little bit late. Uh, Brother Dale Hess, I saw you earlier. And uh, Imperator, welcome. Uh, and Tyrone Church, yes. So stay tuned, guys, for another stream. I really appreciate you guys stopping by. Um, oh, was it one final uh, going? My little, okay.
please make sure to subscribe to the channel if you're new like share and i'll have more topics to talk about and uh, and if you guys have any suggestion please do not be afraid to mention something in the comments because uh you know uh, i'm trying my best to get back to the contents but with work and my schedule sometimes it's kind of hard but uh, i don't want to let you guys down because um, some of you are subscribed with me because you appreciate the contents and now hearing from me uh it's a disservice so i apologize for my part for failing to provide you with uh the contents because you are subscribed to me and i really appreciate uh your support uh, you know who you are whether you support me in in prayer spirit donations and everything i really appreciate it. so uh, don't worry i'll be back i'll be back and uh, give you more content and basically provide you my point of views on things and we'll be touching some topics uh like brother doug suggested earlier uh, when it comes to history uh, I'll talk about that too, because what's also happening before I go is a rewriting of history because they, you know, <clears throat> they've deceived us so much. They've started retracting certain things. So some information could be true, but they're retracting certain details to make it seem like what we heard wasn't what we heard that we just making things up. So uh, I may do a stream to clear certain uh, topics out and bring bring out certain books that I do own to kind of uh, prove a point to to remind people that uh, online, you know, before I go, and this is the truth, and I'm speaking from what the Bible talks about and for what I know, we have a lot of agents online, especially on YouTube, and those onlines get a lot of support from mainstream the government and all of them and they're here they're they're paid for misinformation and that is a fact that cannot be denied so you have to make sure that whoever you're getting information to even from me that you uh investigate and do your own research to make sure that whatever i'm spearing out is what i'm saying it is because we have a lot of misinformation agents that are paid i repeat that are paid, that's their salary to misinform you. And they will never reveal who they are. They're paid to misinform you. So always have that in mind as a, a, a viewer in this YouTube or online space that not everybody you listening to is there to give you information that will benefit you. They're giving you information that will benefit you to the leaders of this world. So I'll leave that, you know, to have that in the back of your mind that be careful who you listen to because you could be listening to a misinformation agent. So stay tuned. God bless you. And I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.